0: does Joe linton foul gabriel or not and i think most of the time the answer is yes it, it probably is a foul it stops him jumping with but two hands on his back i also don't fucking care <laughs>
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Planet FPL Live Four. James, today we're recording. God, you're loud. Uh, yeah, that's what my wife says. What we didn't know <laughs> when we planned Planet FPL Live Four, which I'm just pleased that someone's making you happy, fourth live event. There'd also be a meeting for kind of emotional, the emotional support group, the first ever meeting of the Planet FPL emotional support group. Because you said to me, "Now we can pick this Sunday." loads of people are going to have Villa players loads of people are going to have Liverpool players it's a really big FPL day everyone's going to score loads of points and uh, we can record a show afterwards so anyone got any points? (laughs) so literally anybody so uh, 39 I want to hear I heard Mark Sullivan's picked up three let's give him that he's probably the happiest person three points a Forest, oh. boom boom, oh, three I points, I think he's probably the only person here who's got anything no, of any more value. than some certain teams this week, uh,
0: Yes. good evening indeed. to the
1: Arsenal fans,
0: oh. Oh, I've got to be careful, I'm south of the river, I can't be saying that here, oh. can
1: I? Yeah, in with the low blows, yeah, nine games into the week already, it's not been a high scoring week um, for you or for me yet, you, for still have, you still have three Spurs to go tomorrow, I have one to go tomorrow in sunny. And uh, I'm not too optimistic, to be honest. I reckon most people have got more than one. Tomorrow night? Yes. Any, Still uh, just, to go. Just a quick
0: show of hands. Anyone got none tomorrow? Ooh. Is anybody all out? Si, what's your score? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of my correspondents.
1: Yeah, that'll be correct. Yeah. So how have you finished, Suj? Uh, at, what, the moment, so far? at the moment, I'm on 31. Yep. Which is actually a, green, it's a it's a green arrow. I'm, I'm shocked. Who's got the it, party poppers? It a, it's a green arrow. Um, I had Bowen first bench, though. So when you have a player from your own team, you scores a goal and you first benched him, that's not good. I only made the one move, which was to sell Luis Diaz. Um, I had two free transfers, so I had to make one move, otherwise, I'm going to be burning a transfer. I thought, let me. And I, re- I really didn't know where to go from Luis Diaz, and I didn't want to take the risk of him not starting, which he didn't. Uh, and thought the best one-week punt would be Phil Foden, who didn't start as well. Um, but both came on and scored, so in the end... Net- net- so you sold one player who scored for another player who sub and scored? P- yeah, exactly that. Okay, cool. And uh, now I've got Foden instead of Diaz. I don't feel any different either way, just another seven and a half minutes. Other than like. the fact City but have got, got more
0: difficult fixtures on Liverpool.
1: Uh, yeah, but City scored six yesterday. Liverpool struggled to draw with Luton today. So I'm, I'm happy having Foden in there. Um, but I've still got two free transfers. And it's good, it's an ongoing problem where I don't have any dif- if difficulties in my team. So uh, I'm uh, not sure what I I'm going to be doing I think a lot are in week. that
0: position. Like, you probably would have rolled this week if you only had one. Yeah, 100%. And that's what I think a lot of people ended up doing this week. Because this week, and I think particularly those obviously wild carded in 10 will look great for 12. So I know that Mark was talking about that on Black Box. Like, well, I don't really know what I want to do with my team yep. and then you start thinking outside the box well should I do something rogue for the sake of doing something rogue so even like
1: just fixing Lampty, who's sitting there flagged and God knows when he's going back but I don't even want to do that because I don't even know what we talked about it. Like, what am I going to do by Charlie Taylor or LaSalle who might be the same problem <laughs> plenty of people have had to go into their benches as well this week I think we need to give a shout out to Nico so uh, two I bet <laughs> he's, he's got Kabore and Archer on the bench No, he? <laughs> nah, he, he he had Kabore uh, At one point he had Kabore coming in for Shimekas oh. Kabore, uh, Kabore had the clean sheet and the assist And it looked like, okay, Shimekas is not going to come on It would have been the auto-sub of the game week And uh, obviously Shimekas came on and got a one-pointer So, no uh, But a lot of people were going deep into their benches Oh, fireworks um, Katie Perry's here but where are you at with your week?
0: Uh, Twenty nine, uh, which somehow is a green arrow. <laughs> I was shitting myself before that Liverpool game with no Salah. Just thinking I'm going to be sitting up here looking like a complete melon. I just look like a melon rather than a complete one. Yeah, you're probably so
1: in the same way you're licking your lips before the Villa game, though, with with two of them at least.
0: Uh, no, I think most people probably have Watkins and Cash anyway. So it wasn't a lot of gain there. I knew I was behind on. Liverpool assets on 29. I'm a little bit of a green. About 40k up to about 7.30, I think, at the moment. With three players to go from the only unbeaten team in
1: the Premier League, Such Yes. Oh. <laughs> I can't even say anything. You're sitting top of the league. My team lost yesterday. You can't even... I'm not uh, top of the league. I'm seconds. Do. Oh, uh, City jumps you. Fair play, yeah. But uh, fingers crossed you get the uh, result tomorrow that you want. I hope so have you started planning the next game week or not
0: I've had a lot of playing around last night on FPL team looking at a few things I think um, most people who have Haaland probably naturally started looking around at other things um, because obviously we know we, he went off with an ankle knock plus I think obviously with Bournemouth yes FPL fun sitting right at the front in his Bournemouth <laughs> shirt and he was in the away end yesterday bless him and Captain Haaland so he couldn't even enjoy that bit of it
1: um, <laughs>
0: oh, yeah it's Ouch. like a trifecta near Darwin Nunes' <laughs> misses, was not it? Um, I think most would have looked at alternatives, so I had a, a look at alternatives. This week now, with City's next four against Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, Villa, feels like the next point where you could jump off. My intention currently wouldn't be to do so, um, as long as he's fit. Obviously, if, if he is injured and I've not got Salah, then that's obviously going to happen with two, three transfers in. But the intention would be to stick on the path, obviously look at alternatives in terms of getting towards Mo, which I would like to do at some point because it's the glaring problem in my team. But the one thing I keep coming back to and looking at is when I try and force him in, my team looks worse. Yep. Every time. And I think... I'm probably in a position where I've ended up on a small green with the Tottenham boys to go because of the competitive nature of the way i picked my squad with basically eight attackers um, and getting the big decision right this week, which was playing Mitoma and Bowen, who both returned over Saka. So yeah, quite, happy, yeah. quite Find,
1: happy. Finding money for Salah is a problem for people that don't have him. Like, where are you going to make the sacrifice? So My premiums, I would look at downgrading Trippier, but then he, he brings in a nine-pointer yesterday. And uh, you're like, oh yeah, maybe he's worth it. So I don't really want to sell him because he keeps chipping away. I know he had the the donut last week in zero, but before that, if you look at his returns, it's so consistent. So I don't want to sell Trippier. Holland being injured, I think makes a lot of people. I think lives he'll be easier. fine. Um,
0: so it doesn't make anybody's life easier because a lot of us him. will have Holland. A lot of us will have Matty Cash, who's potentially gone off with a knock today as well. We think probably. Neither case is serious. I imagine if the City game had been nil, nil Haaland probably would have carried on. And in the case of Cash, it looks like he's carried on playing for a little bit today. So probably not serious, but that's enough to make me think, yeah, there's no early transfers. I think the transfer I had in mind before the game week started was probably Alvarez to and Ketcher. And then look at what I was going to do with the other one. Because as I'm set for next week, I'll be benching Alvarez anyway. If I buy in I'm probably
1: benching Madison at Wolves. Yeah. I know it's dirty Yeah, I think a lot of people with selection headaches Should we talk about some of these games? Yes, we've we have had uh, nine games in so far Obviously just the two games today, seven yesterday Plenty to get through we'll They get were through. all shit,
0: except your game was quite enjoyable It was
1: inter- Well, first half was entertaining I wouldn't go so much as to say the second half was enjoyable I enjoyed but, it um, Yeah, we've got quite a few games to get through But yeah, like you said, there wasn't uh, a lot to set the world alight Even from fantasy points point, point for you But uh, Fulham nil, Manchester United won yeah, uh, anybody that held, I think the Harry Maguire points are more impressive than getting Bruno Fernandes points. If anyone, Harry, Ma- Harry Maguire was great yesterday. Whether he True. should have been on the pitch, they just under there's, the uh, there's, there's uh, something bizarre looking at a Manchester United lineup in at the end of 2023 with centre backs of Maguire and Evans. It just feels. Can anybody wrong. fathom out? fathom out? Why
0: Varane didn't play? Does
1: anybody there, there? Must be something behind the scenes. There must be something. But then he still the used him,
0: didn't he? So it just it seems like a really strange way. It must be said. genuinely Maguire played really well. The reason yep. I said should he have been there, is concussion. because of the concussion. Yeah, start they did the game. have to
1: check it a few times, didn't um,
0: they? and I think it's concerning. Even the referee at one point stopped the game, didn't he, to to yeah. get him checked out again in the in the second half. Um, I stand by my opinion of don't buy Man United. I guess there'll be a temptation there with. Luton at home this week but my argument always against this coming week was most of us are looking at game week 12 and in a good position anyway whether you whatever path you're on you'll have enough coverage of teams like Arsenal, Villa, Liverpool you know those teams who all did great this weekend and look at game week 12 and think it looks it looks great so I mean would I force in a Bruno Fernandes I, I just think I'd be selling him again in a in a couple of weeks. The goal is really I'd rather
1: buy Arsenal midfielder because if you're thinking about price point, 8.3... point Arsenal player buy an Arsenal player no, at no, uh, 8 point something, let's say Saka Odegaard, which, well, Odegaard fit, fitness uh, permitting, rather than Furn- Bruno Fernandes. 8.3 for him isn't enough. I'd even rather buy Martinelli, although he stung me two weeks in a row in Sky by not returning but I'd still rather buy him than Bruno because they're two home games they've got Bournemouth and then who's after that I mean though? would
0: you rather have just as a hyperfect? would you rather have Son at Wolves and then against Villa's high line or Fernandes against Luton at home and Everton away I think I'd
1: have half the midfielders in the league over Bruno Fernandes in my team to be honest with you so I don't know if it's a fair question that I'm was a loud laugh um
0: no, I wouldn't be going there. Um, I think we have to talk about the Marcus Rashford situation, because I'd like to acknowledge that. I think it's probably not a situation. So yeah. he was spotted going to a nightclub, I think, after the Manchester derby last week. It his birthday, man. Was it his birthday yeah, as well? Yeah, I didn't it's his know birthday. Happy birthday, Marcus. Does that change
1: your opinion on it?
0: No, not at all. Um, I think he's allowed to... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's your birthday. man's allowed to go out on his birthday. man's allowed to go out whenever oh, he wants. He's got, he birthday. can afford it anyway. Yeah. Um, He travelled, right? So, and he was part of the squad. We'd heard murmurs in a couple of hours before deadline that there was doubt about him. I think if there had been a falling out, he wouldn't have even been there, right? When the the whole Sancho thing happens, he never took Sancho to Arsenal, did he? So, I I don't think... I think it's an easy one to make a narrative that there might be a problem there, and I, I don't think there is from that perspective. And I think he'll probably be back in the team next week. And despite winning, it's obviously an important victory for United. It's their sixth win out of 11 but all only won by one goal. And I think they're all fixtures we'd have expected them to win. So they're only in a position that's kind of the best of the worst that they've been in the sense that they've largely been shit, but they've beat some other shit teams, yep. which is why they're in an okay position. I saw someone tweet today, United are only six points behind Arsenal. Yeah, mate, at your current rate, we well, are going to end up at 22 points behind. <laughs> like, it's not, it's, it's not. It's true, we are like, like just over a quarter of the season. It's not anything to celebrate about. And United's performance wasn't anything to celebrate. But about. I, I suppose think, the point is not that, that that's the They defended the gap. Well.
1: If they turn it around and start playing better, then maybe they can close that gap and... and it's like we're we're this we're here playing shit and you're there playing the best you can. Do you think? Although that's arguable. Do you think Arsenal. Maguire
0: stays in the team now? Uh, I
1: think he probably does now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maguire, yes.
0: Johnny Evans, no. And it looks good for the next two, but after, I don't think it will How take often you'd pick him?
1: More than one mistake or one bad game before they'll get rid of him straight away. Best people will jump on him after just one mistake,
0: man. Best player on the pitch by a distance was our old mate, Jao Paulinia. except yeah. it was absolutely his error, which was, as highlighted on Match of Day last night by Martin Keown about the eighth error in the move. Um, he's got to clear his lines better than that. He had a couple of opportunities. Um, it's a shame because he, uh, he played really, really well. There is a couple of Fulham players, I think, actually to keep an eye on. Um, I've got Tim Ream in mind a little bit, and uh, he's 4.5. Anthony Robinson's cheaper, it's like 4.4. But with Kenny Tete coming back, I think that would, I would have a little bit of concern about that. And I possibly want a defender for 13, 16 and 18. And Ream's got, it's Wolves at home 13, West Ham at home 16, Burnley at home 18. So if I did have to use him in those three weeks, I think Fulham could be considered. Many of you who watch some of my streams will know I keep mentioning Rodrigo Munez a lot. Get the monies. I I predicted the start. finally got it. 4.4 forward. Went off the pitch crying, unfortunately, um, with injury. Um, I don't know if that was just looking at Harry Maguire's mug for most of the game. But yeah, went off injured, so we can't chase that one at the moment. But if he was fit, I think Jimenez and Carlos Vinicius have done so little that the opportunity was going to be there for him. And as I said, I think particularly whatever strategy you're on, they've got Burnley at home in 18. So I, I do think they're a team that won't stay far from our thinking.
1: Yep. Uh, let's talk about Brentford three, West Ham two. Oh, shit. Any
0: shit.
1: Uh, it's all right when you're sitting m- in a room with no one else that you can talk about any it. And Mbuma, when you're in a room full of...
0: Any Mbumo owners here, it must be some... Yeah, you're actually yeah. probably the unluckiest people this week. Yeah, the because number he of was efforts. outstanding. He yeah, his was shooting so boots.
1: He just didn't have his shooting boots on because he had the number of shots that were just kind of foot or foot and a half past the post and didn't quite get it right. But yeah, he was terrorising Emerson down the left. Um, they both kind of had a lot of niggle against each other going both ways. Quite a lot of fouls between, between the two of them. But a game of two halves. I said to you before when we were in the, in the morning, I was like, okay, have a guess at the possession stats in the first half. 65 uh, 35 in Brentford's favour and West Ham win winning 2 1. Second half goes to 50 50 and we lose it 2 0. But the same thing against Arsenal in the Carabao Cup 65 35 in their favour and we won that game. Same against Brighton. This is weird. Like this is now, if you want West Ham to win a game of football, we have to go in not wanting the football. So <laughs> it's just, it's, just so, it's like, if we, I, I can tell you, if we have makers. more than 40% possession. We will lose the game, apart from the one game, which was Sheffield so, United. So Sheffield being, United, who are that serious, bad? serious, your it fixture matter? run,
0: I've got you top over the next seven of my FDR because the fixture run is good, bar the visit to, you know, who who's unbeaten. Um, oh. Yeah, that's us. So should we be avoiding your assets then?
1: Uh, we're not, not not attacking. I think we'll score in any game. We can we can score goals in any game, but I wouldn't touch it defensively. Like Areola. I'm I'm I've got Ariola and it's a bit of a problem. Like for one clean sheet all season, which is Sheffield United. Yeah, it's the penalty save against Chelsea is maybe his returns are much it. better. And, and his price as well. You can't disregard the fact that he was four point zero and is now still only four point two, which makes it kind of uh, stomachable, but it's now, we haven't it? got clean sheets. But Zuma didn't play yesterday, so that doesn't help uh, defensively. Yeah. And uh, no Alvarez as well. So defensively, it was a bit of a problem. We sh- That was it. I thought before the game, defence is the best form of attack. And uh, once we were 2-1 up, if it had gone 3-1 and Antonio hadn't uh, fluffed, it, fluffed his lines or let the ball go to Ben Rama or done what he did, I'd, I'd, I'm really anti-Antonio So just had enough of Mikel Antonio yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, It's always because we're in front of all these people I don't want to call him out and be mean I don't want to be mean Mate, to him you clapped he the booing of your own player Shamil Ghilani uh, I'm calling you out No he's just not good enough right now He's not good enough Yeah And I don't I don't, I don't know a West Ham fan who thinks he is and then you kind of wonder well, what, does the, what does the manager see that we don't see what does he see that, or, or know that we don't know because you can see it with your eyes each and every week but uh, Brentford will be super happy, right? they obviously um, come off the back of some difficult results recently to come back and win really well. And they were good in the second half. Like, I think in the second half, we, we didn't have a chance. To, we didn't create anything. Um, but Bowen is still gettable. Right? He, he, if you're talking about talisman, 60% of goals he's involved with, at uh, least.
0: A couple of questions for you then. Um, if you had to invest in one of the defensive players, sue 4.6 and the other's 4.5, if you weren't on Areola, because I don't think you'd want to go double. If you had to
1: def- invest in one of the defensive players, yeah, it's every under consideration who's, a, who's for a 4.0 that you can play put third bench? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: As it goes to have a look now. Who's a 4.0 West Ham defender?
0: There isn't and, one.
1: Yeah, fine, then yes. Then there anyone. might
0: be. I don't know, is there?
1: Excuse me.
0: Wow, how yeah. fucked are you?
1: Let's go, do it.
0: No, there isn't one. Okay, that's boring. Ben anyway.
1: Johnson, 4.4. 4. Right. Cheap, cheap as you're going to get.
0: But So you're saying don't go near West Ham?
1: Yeah, defensively. Okay, defensively, so, don't go near West so Ham. Attacking Bowen is clear,
0: talisman, should Should that. Many people here will own Areola. Should the people need to start thinking about it then? Surely uh, not. If
1: I go into game week 12, I've got money in the bank, 0. 0.7, and I really don't want to fix anything anywhere else. I might just do it. Ditch him. If I really feel like it's, a lot, it's, a, it's just, I don't want to no, go anywhere else. I it's might a definite
0: key. I think it's worth considering as well, your fixtures haven't been great. Yeah, I get
1: that. And that's that,
0: part why there's a lack of clean sheets. Well, I mean, you have to learn how to defend crosses. Some header from Mavropana. I just so, stop right? making
1: mistakes. To stop making mistakes. But it's not how
0: we would think West Ham would concede goals, conceding free balls from crosses.
1: Well, isn't that the problem? You've got a defensive manager who can't teach his players yeah, defense. It's
0: contradiction because you say, Oh, we don't want the ball, we're better without it. But then if you let the opposition go widen across the ball, you're in trouble that way yeah. as well. The difference
1: between the first four or five weeks was we didn't make many mistakes then. We we just defended better. We didn't make many mistakes, and now Every game, uh, whether it's a Ged giving away a stupid penalty or Alvarez kicking out and giving away a penalty or Mavropan scoring an own goal, we always make mistakes.
0: So why are those mistakes happening now?
1: I don't know. Okay, that's interesting. Bowen or Kudos? Lack of concentration. Like it's lack of concentration. Do you know what was
0: going to help you move that on? Bowen or Kudos? Bowen. 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 Why? Bowen.
1: Bowen. 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 (laughs) Shams, uh, how many beers in to get both? I don't know. No, I don't think I would go two. if, could, I don't uh, think I would have benched him this week, but... Arsenal midweek, both played and Antonio didn't. Bowen was central, Kudos coming off the right a little bit more. Uh, Antonio came back in, Bowen was more uh, higher up top. So so you, so played, you played 4-4 too. Yeah, uh, Bowen's now going to be more and more becoming a striker, which makes him more attractive at 7.4. And Kudos is still all right. But like, Kudos now right. is
0: going to stay in this team, isn't he? Yeah, Somewhere. Yeah. So I mean, Kudus if he doesn't... That's Kudos played on the right. Ben Rama played left, yeah. Bowen played right of Antonio, they played as a, a front two, Ward Ward-Prowse and Sochet in midfield together. So presumably Alvarez will come back in for Soachek, Such?
1: Yeah. You and would think.
0: Paqueta for Ben And Paqueta for Ben Rama. And did that system stick? I'm not convinced. I feel like I'll tell you why I think it might have been a one off is your record against them is been so bad. You've yep. lost all five games against yep. them. And I watched all this game back last night because Sky rerun it. I think the Brentford spent the first third of the game really confused that you changed and done something different to what we'd expect from West Ham. So I think it might have been a one-off. I wouldn't go with the narrative of Bowen's definitely through the middle now. It might stick. It might also stick that Bowen plays through the middle as a lone front man. But with Antonio Bowen, it doesn't matter, does it? Whether team. he's
1: playing off the right or he's playing through the middle. He's picking up points consistently. He's, he's good value at 7.4. There's no Would one you
0: rather buy Kudos or Mitoma?
1: Mitoma. Why? Well, the, this is, I like to buy good players from good teams, right? Let's just keep it simple with FPL. Good players from good teams. Right, and haven't won in so, five Yeah, but it depends. How far back do you want to zoom out to say whether this is a good team or a shit team? So you could go look at Spurs and look at the last 12 weeks and say you're a good team. You could look back at the last 12 years and say you're a shit team. What's the zoom lens? So Brighton, are we looking at four weeks? That's so that a low West blur. Ham fan, I'd say yeah. <laughs> But you can look at Brighton and say four weeks, they've been a bit shit. But you can look back at four months and say they've been really good. They've been better than West Ham consistently over a long period of time. And their XG is ridiculous. They just create so many chances. It wasn't West yesterday. Ham don't. So yeah, they're, they're in a bad patch. But I would look at, I would have more faith in them turning it around over a longer period. So I'd go Mitoma.
0: So you're saying at the moment, don't buy West Ham?
1: Uh, Bowen's still still get a ball. That's pretty much <laughs> it. I wouldn't buy anyone else. Uh, Jared
0: Bowen's going nowhere for me. Yep. And I would consider one of those defensive players because the fixtures are really good. And if I walked into a problem where I, I wanted, say, Matoma did get injured, kudos at similar value would come straight into my thinking. Because the fixtures are so good.
1: I'll answer your question just um, with a sensible answer. I'd buy Emerson probably because he gets further forward the most. And also, right.
0: he's on the other end of his suspension now, but did get booked again yesterday, didn't and he? That's the other thing yellow so cards. On Brentford, um, as said, and Bumo was outstanding. He they, was obvi- decent. they obviously changed, as we would expect, in a game where they're going to have more of the ball to a back four, four, three, three. Neil Pay scored for the first time since scoring against West I Ham. I
1: think it's 32 games ago or something stupid like that.
0: Yeah, I think it's about 35 games. Wow. Yeah. 35 <laughs> games, and I think still 14 swap, months. I'd still
1: him for Antonio. <laughs> Free transfer.
0: You wouldn't. Malpey's cheap. He's 4.9, but probably won't play the next two because it's Liverpool away and Arsenal at home. I'd also have a consciousness about um, Aaron Hickey's got a hamstring injury. Tom, Thomas Frank said he'd probably be out till at least the new year, right. which on top of Rico Henry's issue, leaves them without both their first-choice fullbacks. What they did yesterday was cover it off with Vitali Janel played left-back. That'll probably stick. In the tougher games, I think they'll go back five. Roslev will come back in. It does mean there's a couple of players potentially to keep an eye on further forward. I think Jensen will have more responsibility to go forward and cover because Yano is one that can break into the box. And on Jekka, he's, I think it was 4.9 surge. He'll probably play that position regularly going forward now if people are. I, I've had a look at a few plans recently. And it's like, shit, I'm 0.1 short of Palmer or Dengra. So you do start looking down a little bit more. He might be a player, once we hit 15, to maybe keep an eye on for a little bit. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business.
1: Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't
0: want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so
1: many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal.
0: Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
1: So we got Burnley 0, Crystal Palace 2. So that's, I think, eight home defeats in a row in the Premier League for Burnley. Dating back to last time they were in the Premier League, James. So not good for them. First, first promoted team To ever lose their first six at home Yeah and we I don't want to stick the boot into Burnley But we've got to give Rory Hodgson uh, A bit of credit
0: as well Where's Rory? Yes okay. mate Well done pal Where's
1: steve Sorry
0: So Burnley had I think 17 shots Crystal Palace had 4 Yeah and yet Palace had a higher XG it's um, Quality of chances Quality of chances Yep yeah, yeah. Absolutely that And for Burnley unfortunately We are in a cycle now Where it is repetitive of defensive errors. We've got any Sky Fantasy managers in the house? Yeah. Jordan Bayer's back. <laughs> <laughs> um, he played at centre-back. So Alder Kiel's out now instead. We don't know how long Jordan Bayer's back. Love of Foster isn't <laughs> Jor- talking about Sky. Jordan, Jordan Bayer's back. Um, they played Daro with him at centre-back. I was surprised Connor Roberts didn't come back in for Vettinho. Uh, right back. They'd missed Josh Cullen, who was suspended, so they played it a bit flatter in midfield. They played Amdouni behind Rodriguez because Lyle Foster's illness is not a short-term illness, apparently, and he's not going to be available for the trip to the Emirates next week either. The, the problem with them, Bernie, you look at, say, Luton, what we've watched together today, you absolutely know what you're getting with them. And it, it feels like with Burnley, like you know what you're going to get in terms of what they want to do, but they can't stop the problem at the other end. If yeah. you had one of them two teams defending the lead, you trust Luton way more than Burnley. Yep. And arguably, you trust Sheffield United more as well. So unless they stop what's happened at the back, which they're going to find difficult, then unfortunately, they're going to continue to have bad results. So speaking to Neil Grover, our Bournemouth correspondent earlier, and basically saying if Bournemouth fans started so badly, we'd probably all be sitting here thinking those three promoted teams are already dead.
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously, Sheffield United picked up some points yesterday, but um, there is a clear divide. Kind of, There's lines within the league getting drawn. And there's one,
0: there's one between 17th and 16th, clearly. Yeah, at the moment. Um, How twatted are you, mate? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Palace on the other hand. <laughs> Film this geezer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to regret that. On, tell me about Everton, Luton, West Ham, Bournemouth. Oh, no, hold up. Eze's back. That's why I'm talking about yep, Palace, tried. mate. That's why I'm talking about Palace, mate. Everton. So would you go Kudos or Eze? Eze? I'd go Eze. Eze. Because Eze. Palace have got great pictures
0: as well. All day long. They obviously went with an unchanged team from the defeat against the only unbeaten team in the league the week before. Um, but Eze will come back in. Um, did Edward pick up a problem, Rory, at the end? No. So, I did hear some rumours that he might have. Um, Jordan Ayu, since I said, if I think of Richarlison as my own Jordan Ayu, um, <laughs> hasn't stopped scoring since. Not that Richarlison has started. But as, as <laughs> they all certainly come into the team, there's, there's no doubt about that. And he's the one to keep an eye on. If you're really short of money, I don't yeah. think Ayu's a terrible gamble in terms of his consistency. But I don't know why you would pay that much over Dingra or Palmer. Sam Johnston Gordon cl- even it's Sam cheaper, Johnston he? absolutely coming clutch for me mate that's, that's why I've got a green arrow
1: yeah a 7 pointer again uh, 9 might, please Yeah, 9 Thank points you. in the end yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah that's annoying He's Gaye been and Anderson so far, the,
0: the opinion's still the same on Gay Anderson pay for the cheaper one It's absolutely how I feel um, I don't think I ever contribute enough offensively to make me think it's worth the difference I would go for Gay. don't be getting excited about Tyreek Mitchell go on Rory shout it Five clean sheets, that's most in the league now, isn't it? As long as Chelsea don't score tomorrow night. Yeah, most clean sheets in the league. I can't think ever that I feel like I've got the right goalkeeper decision at the start of an FPL season.
1: But you do this here.
0: What, why am I going to... I know everyone else on Ariola and you would not move that, but um, I'm very happy with what I've got, and they've got good fixtures. So, yeah, he's sticking. I will play him every week now, too. I think sort of game week 16...
1: It gets rough for Palace. League next 16,
0: five yeah. are good. I think I'll play him in all of them. Then
1: they've got Liverpool. They're going to Liverpool, City, Brighton as a three. Yeah. So you'd move him on, or you're going to. You've got Turner. And Rob- obviously we talk about him, but he's lost his place now.
0: So. Rob- Robert Sanchez. This is exactly when Chelsea's good run comes around.
1: Right. Yeah, that's a fair shout. Uh, Everton won. Brighton won. You talked about Brighton not being a good team at the moment. There's. They're they're struggling, they're stuttering, and you're you know you know in love with Robert Deserbi, Roberto Deserbi. So. I was,
0: but I got this big Australian now, so I'm not so bothered. <laughs>
1: you are, you move on fast. I know, it's true. <laughs> Please don't tell my <laughs> wife. Oh, Actually, to be fair, I hadn't ever particularly thought about it, but last season, then the last season, before Ange came, probably average mentions of Deserbi per podcast would be like at least eight to 10. And it is down to, like, single,
0: like, one... I still love him. One and I a still half think he's pressure. absolutely destined so for top. So why is he
1: struggling right
0: now? He's struggling because I think that football team at the moment is struggling to come to cons- con- come to terms with playing twice a week. Now, admittedly, they've just obviously come off a week where they haven't. But I think that explains some of the results. Yesterday, they played against a real out and out low block with Sam, our Brighton correspondent. He's in low pal. We were speaking earlier. I, <laughs> I, I, I looked... About quarter past four and Brighton had had 83% possession yeah, and the XG right. had been about 0.2. Yeah. Now, Everton, we, we knew what Everton were going to do because it worked so well against Brighton in May. Yeah. And so the week
1: before, this is the same thing they did against us. And I
0: think it's an unusual one where you'd probably get home crowds in that instance would probably think, well, oh, you're too defensive, go and press and get out. But because they all saw it work at Brighton in May, that's probably helpful from that perspective. So I think... Um, They've obviously had injury issues as well. You take losing Solly March. It's probably not coincidental, to be honest, that the bad results have come about with Pervis Stupinan's injury, which was, what, halfway through the the Villa game as well. He's close. Um, He's one to keep an eye on. What have we got, Sam, timeline? Do we know? No, it's Stupinan. Can you speak up? I need to... to
1: Yeah, after the international break, says Sam.
0: But that's useless because I might want him this week, mate. So <laughs> yeah. um, no, I I, I don't <laughs> want him. Is he this below week.
1: five million? Yeah.
0: Well, he, he will be, won't he? So he's oh, the most totally sold that. player in the game, but still, at your starting price? Again, they've got good long-term fixtures. I think Sam would probably agree. You couldn't invest in any other Brighton defensive player at the moment. You just got to a point where you thought, oh, Julio's playing regularly at four point three. No the goalkeeper's change every week it would still be a dinger or matoma i think a few will have gone for jao pedro you know what the headache's going to be every single week do you think he's going to play yeah, and you know the game, and you're definitely playing him this week cuz of the fixture
1: he's still at 20% ownership in the game that's pretty incredible well,
0: you know how many dead teams there are, don't you? Well, I think there's probably more than that. but <laughs> It's
1: answered that question. Uh, not all of them are in the Patreon uh, zombie league, James.
0: No, true. Uh, uh, Freverton, so quietly, in. interestingly, they've got their players back fit and results are beginning to improve. Anana um, was a late withdrawal and they missed him from the game. But Calvert-Lewin being fit is big for them. I know, I know a few people mentioned to me on my stream on Saturday about Jack Harrison. I preferred the Corey if you want to go down that route. But in all honesty... I don't know why you would.
1: Yeah, what was the stat you had the other day? Most f- uh, runs into the box or something? No, I mean it was the highest
0: scoring player owned by one percent, and I think uh, the, that's so. Um, I'm sure Mr. Subins is here somewhere. He'll correct me on, but he's he's got a much higher proportion of shots than you would expect. Yeah. Um, for his position, so, and they have had relatively easy fixtures. You have to remember that when you're looking at the data of Everton. He does get tougher, but the next couple are okay. What have they got next weekend, Everton? Uh, uh, Palace, isn't it? Palace yes. away, then United at home. So yeah, it's, it's reasonable, but you're not going to go there. Um, Evan Ferguson, I think, might be one that might grow in popularity as a punt this week. Purely because of a number of the forwards have obviously just blanked. Holland, then Ketchar, Alvarez, Watkins... And if, say, Ferguson doesn't start on a Thursday, I think it might be one, because they're playing Sheffield United, might, might gain a little bit of traction as a one-week punt. And so many of you are set up so well that you can consider this sort of thing at the moment.
1: Yeah, I'd still prefer maybe... It wouldn't be for a one-week punt, but I had more eyes on, from a, from a forward transfer point of view, Darwin. Even though he was just frustrating <laughs> as hell today. me. Uh, I'd rather find a way... Because Ferguson's cheaper... Than uh, all of my forwards, and so I don't. Is, I'd only use it if I needed to find money. Would I go Evan Ferguson? Then I'm not. I think those, those would go Pedro. You chance, yeah. You get yeah. stuck, yeah.
0: Because you think, oh well, he's cheap enough. I can bench it, but you have the headache and the will and the want to play him every week because you know what it could be. You know if he's on the pitch and they get a pen, he's highly likely to take her as well. They did change back to a back four. I think the the back three they'd used against Fulham does look like it was a one off. James Milner covered at left back on this occasion.
1: Uh, Man City 6 Bournemouth 1 oh, uh, we? yeah. yeah we're talking about Docu James you owned it to about two weeks at ago at that's le- got to be pain surely
0: at least we didn't own Alvarez to go with the hall and captaincy blank
1: yeah that's true Okay. Uh, I had Foden as well, and he did kind of say so many save. people
0: saying, "Oh my God, has James still got Doku?" And I'm thinking, "Why don't you fucking listen to me this
1: week, <laughs> man?" Like basically, all you're doing is you're telling me you didn't listen to last week's podcast, yeah, and that exactly just upsets that. me. I was uh, I was watching our game, but I was checking the scores and the others, and it went from nil uh, nil nil to three nil in between my like every ten minute kind of check in. So as soon as you see the three nil, did the same thing as everybody else's. you count your points, and there was there was none. Um, then obviously, I'd seen before the game that Phil Foden had been benched, which was my transfer in, which was quite frustrating. But by half time, I then thought, at half time, Bowen had scored and Foden hadn't started. So I was thinking, now keep Foden off the pitch because I'll get my Bowen points. But then he came on for Holland at half time. I thought, it's half an hour still, plenty good. Now, and in reality, do you know how many minutes there are and a half? Doku's, uh, Doku's 22 points should have been more, right? You got, giving that goal to Kanji. I mean his shot's going wide It, it, it is no I get it's a kanji's goal But uh, Back a Back, yeah. uh,
0: back. Yeah. To be honest I'm surprised he didn't spend 10 minutes checking for handball Yeah that's so Oh mind it, It's City though isn't it So yeah. Oil money um, I can't not think of Adam I've got to get it out of the way It's the best hit I've ever seen Adam from Above Average and his minus oh. eight. Shout out to them boys. they love streaming about half eight oh. tonight. Great guys. Yeah, Adam's, on, mi- Adam's minus eight is going to go like down. A
1: violin music. There's a lot of bit. Above
0: Average love. Love that. Yeah. Um, Adam's minus eight is going to go down in folklore. So he sold Trippier. Yes,
1: nine nine points. <laughs> who else was the other midfielder? Doku.
0: He sold? Doku. Ooh. And who else was? Who was oh, the? Was, who was the other player? He, he, Someone's going to. But he bought Shimikas? <laughs> Foden and Saboslai, but obviously, so Ward Prowse, thank you. But obviously, Doku for the minus eight. And that's mad unlucky. I, I was messaging him yeah. this morning. I said, I want to take the piss out of it because I would have done it.
1: What's the net I, I wouldn't
0: le- have. I wouldn't have not sold him because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought he'd have started.
1: What's the net loss on that?
0: Minus, yeah, something like that. So
1: yeah. his net loss <laughs> is more than most people in this room's <laughs> <laughs> total score. <laughs> oh,
0: that is Adam. Shout out, love for the you, guy. mate. Um, I, feel I, like I, I know. I would take. will take that in good spirit. Of
1: course, man. This is I, a game. That's I, the main thing. Is you got to remember, right?
0: Here's, here's, a here's the thing. This is this is what happens.
1: Yeah.
0: Points equal. Buy, buy, buy. Should I go and buy a Doku now? Is anybody here think they're buying Doku?
1: No, right, there you go he, the right he's going to end up being the new Riyad Mahrez isn't he where when he plays he fucking tears it up and all of us it are just be. too shit scared that he's never going to get well, in the team I,
0: I owned him I punted him in for the the, Wol- the Forest and Wolves games and obviously the Forest game got uh, became a bit of a shambles because Rodri got sent off then Wolves obviously they had a bad day without Rodri he ended up sticking for me I I made the decision to play him over Mitoma when they played Brighton. Remember what I said to you on the Monday? Like, how was he only got six points out of that? Yep. So the capability of the player,
1: not in but doubt. But isn't that, you know, like pressure. these kind of uh, middle tier Man City midfielders? So let's put, like I said, Mares, Gundawan, Foden. Well, he was in. Uh, you who? Doku. He's yep. retired, yes, mate, Hazard. Yeah. Doku. You, you own them. And because they're below that 8 million price point, if they get uh, benched, you stomach it. But it's not the casual six pointer or uh, eight pointer that crops up every now and then, once every six or seven weeks, you get the 15, 20 pointer. And to capture that 15, 20 pointer, you either have to be super lucky with your timing or you just get one in and stick them in and hold it and stomach it, knowing that eventually you'll feast off it and they're all at that price point that actually for a team like City and they're that attacking whether it's even Grealish although he doesn't haul as much as the others just buy him stick him in know that there's going to be plenty of twos but when the big haul comes you're laughing
0: I think though when you look at what they've got next we spoke about those those four games I think the chances are that Pep will probably want to go for control. Is what Luke Williams speaks about a lot. Cities want for control, particularly against the better opponents. Now, it might be that when we look at 16-17 and we're looking at Luton away and Palace at home, it might be, oh, OK, I'll have a look at Doku for a couple of weeks. But I suspect I'd be really surprised if Doku started all those four. And to be honest, I'd be surprised if he started more than two. Because I think they want to go with Greedish's control. They knew yesterday they would 100% have control. Uh, of that game and be able to play higher territorially you think about playing against Tottenham and Liverpool in a couple of weeks and Trent and Pedro Porro moving into midfield positions and then you're asking Doku to follow that possibly or at least pass it on so Pep I speak about this all the time he is defensive first in his thinking mm. and I think he'll consider that in the next few games so I personally would expect Grittish to play what I would add as a caveat though is He's in that Brighton game, he held that touchline, and he was always the out ball I spoke about him leaving 1v1, be Milner, and just take him on and burn him. That wasn't the case yesterday, where he kept coming off the touchline. The perfect case is obviously Bernardo Silva's first goal, where he's allowed him to have freedom and movement. And there, he looks a great player. If you look at where his returns have come from, they're in different areas to what we've seen in that mm. Brighton game. And I think, I like the Murray's comparison because I think he's a wild card option that City will really benefit from having because a lot of them are samey in the sense it's control, it's safety first. This guy is like a box of tricks.
1: Yeah, I think we've just seen that handy. he can do a bit of everything. That's what I like is that it could be crosses for assists, it could be some trickery. He can finish. He scored good goals. I mean, we've seen against my own team when he equalised so early in the, in the second half. I think he's got a bit of everything. Um, and good value. like His price is the cheapest of all of them as well, right?
0: Yeah, but to be honest, even with the Hall, I would I, honestly, I would sit there right now and I'd have been considering selling. I'd be grateful for the points and I'd be looking to move it on. But I'm just not convinced how much he'll start in the next few. Might have that wrong. Um, I, I expected to be sitting here and absolutely sweating through the lack of Alvarez and Hall and points and what Salah would have done. And it just doesn't even feel like... No-one's got nothing, so it doesn't even feel like it's worth discussing <laughs> now. No, no, no.
1: How, how have we dodged that? Uh, it happens. It's not, it's not... The thing is, just you think about it, anything it's a freak occurrence. It happened last year, right? Doku created one more chance on Alvarez. It happened last year. Cup for us, yes. With Salah. Um, 9-0, Liverpool, Bournemouth. And he didn't get a single return. So it's not like the first time where we've all gone and captained the player against Bournemouth. It happens to be same opposition, and uh, they haven't returned. And what happened? Nothing. We move on, right? It just there's another game week next week. It will be forgotten pretty quickly.
0: Uh, what are you thinking on the two players though? Seriously for FPL, Holland.
1: I'm not selling Holland anywhere. I'm not selling Holland uh, unless he's out injured. I don't think I'll be selling. You don't Haaland. have Moe. I know I don't have Mo Who's, who's your captain next Mo. week? I don't know yet I don't
0: have Yeah, I know that would be the answer for the Salah owners Slanky, yeah, sure <laughs> Sounds a bit wanky to me um, I, 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 do, it, do, do Yeah, I, do I do said that so, Wanky Matty Cashy and all that shit and, no, yeah. no, it's
1: just I was captained Watkins last week And he let me down He didn't score I just, yeah, don't think he cares about me. Little, I quite like the fact that Watkins then, has twice and then maybe. And, and then him. this week, obviously he hasn't returned again. So going for him next week, it's a home fixture against Fulham, and they have been good at home, Aston Villa. So it might have to be Watkins. Fulham are stingy you know. though, aren't they? They are. They don't that's get the thing. by anybody, do they? No. Um, at the moment, I don't be, mind Son. By the way, against Wolves
0: away. No, not so keen. Um, keen on Sonny, but not from captaincy. For me, it's between Holland and Saka. Okay. Saka at home to Burnley um, I may still go Holland at Chelsea Subject to his fitness And what I see of Chelsea tomorrow night So at the moment it's still sitting on Holland. I almost feel like what am I going to do? Gamble against him again. Oh it's a tough fixture Like he can't return and stuff Like he can It's almost like I'm smacking If I've taken this path of going just Holland versus Salah basically And I've not really seen the benefits of it yet it almost feels like I'm smacking my face Going wow it's Chelsea I don't want to catch him again this week but like, how's my, my confidence in Saka against Burnley, despite what I've said about Burnley, doesn't feel as strong as it felt about Saka versus Sheffield United a couple of weeks ago. Go Bowen. How have I gone? Go Saka Bowen at home to West Saka, Saka, to, Saka, Saka to against Sheffield Forest. United scored five. Haaland yeah. against Bournemouth scored six. I've got one assist. And the only person who thinks I should have got that assist is Mark Suggins. <laughs> uh,
1: Bowen at home to Nottingham Forest?
0: N- not for captain. Sham. I, Look at do this you own guy. Avoid West Ham captain my player. Do Make you own your mind up.
1: Go on. If you do it, I'll do it. This is uh, on air. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't own Saka, so for me, uh, I'm I'll get zero chances for an entire season to captain a West Ham player. Alvarez,
0: so, what you what you thinking? Uh
1: as an alternative only if we know Holland isn't gonna play. But we won't know that, so um probably not.
0: It's probably the most I'm going to wait I think let's get the Champions League games Out of the way And fitness doubts And stuff But yeah I think I might go to And catch up. I think it does give me A headache moving forward But I just think Burnley at home Exactly what's been said And stuff And to be honest Once I put him in He becomes a candidate I think I read a stat And I don't know If it's true I didn't check it out Because I'm useless Where did you like read that. it? Uh, on Daily Star. On, no On the um,
1: Viz <laughs> <laughs> Go on
0: when I was looking for the dodgy <laughs> streams at three o'clock yesterday, as well, I saw it. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. we're talking oh, about football. That. Yeah, yeah, We're talking about football.
1: Just <laughs> checking.
0: Hopefully, maybe. Um, I've read. He hasn't scored away from home for a year, I saw. Saka? And Ketchup. Oh, and Ketchup.
1: Okay.
0: Now, that do not matter. Le- it's is coming would that be legal? But. Um, do you have possibly. a correspondent? Any Arsenal fans <laughs> got. Uh, oh, yeah, Pritchard's here. Go on, Pritchard. Ooh, quiz time. Tom Candle, go on.
1: We just let's let's agree that it's a it's a. It's someone, a stat. someone
0: can check it out during yeah, the break. Eddie
1: Nketiah hasn't scored an away goal for a but year. Anyway, if
0: I put him in, I think he's going to start against Burnley. Why not?
1: Yeah. Why not? As yeah, from I captaincy. Uh, I I think I might end up bottling it and defaulting to Holland because we saw it with the Man United last week, right? He can score against any team anytime. Uh, Chelsea, you're right, have been a bit stubborn defensively. I want to see how they play against uh, Tottenham tomorrow. Uh, if Tottenham I, can create a lot of chances, suspect, I'm going to trust City to create a lot of chances.
0: I suspect City won't have it as easy at Stamford Bridge as they did at Old Trafford. Can't do, surely.
1: No, no, it's it, going to be the, difficult. The
0: result could be the same, but they can't have it that
1: easy. No, but the, Holland doesn't need a lot. And he did have a chance in the first half. Um, I did say defensively as well, the sloppy goal that they want to concede will come. It, it did. didn't come as late as the 80th minute, but they, 3-0 up. City's standard leaking a stupid yeah, goal happens.
0: The, the defensive assets are just a complete right. a complete ignore. They played John Stones as the central centre-back and stationary there yesterday. Carl Walker played a really advanced um, position from the, the right-hand side, completely moving forward as well. It chops and changes. Um, I suspect no, over I, these, these forthcoming games, I would imagine over these forthcoming games, you'll go back to Walker, Diaz, Stones... And then it will be Gavardio or Aki, depending on how he feels. Like, he'll probably play Aki against Salah, for example. Um, But he might think Gavardio is suitable for that. But yeah, no interest defensively at the moment, unfortunately, which is a shame. I'd love to. If I had to go there, it'd be Stones. Because I think he's. I spoke about this last week. He's so crucial to them now.
1: Yeah, Stones goes in that Stones. I've got two players now, Stones and Botman that I've owned twice this season So it's Botman twice, Stones once although I started the season with Stones because we didn't know that he was injured and they've not played a minute for me and outside of that they've started picking up points uh, pretty frustrating. Terrific. I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to go to uh, Man City defensively uh, For Bournemouth um, one of the things I
0: did notice looking at things last night is um, the fixtures going into 18 are good who have they got in game week 18 Saj uh, um, we did talk about using them it, as fillers Forest or Palace who are, who are Bournemouth oh, playing in 18 no that's this week pal uh, um, but the upcoming the upcoming fixtures are Cherries are, are, are good. Forest away
1: Forest away <laughs> City who City have City they got Forest away City ground Forest away and what's the fixture in 17 that's the same Forest that uh, you told me haven't lost uh, I've only lost two games at home yeah. in a year
0: but Just one at home. Who have they got in 17 the week before, Bournemouth? It's a good fixture as well. At Luton at home. Thank you, yeah. So it might land there, and you look at someone like him and think, oh, yeah, that's that's a two-week punt possibly, for example, Dominic Solanke. I'm concerned the Bournemouth fan who's drunk in front of me says no. I am I, concerned... <laughs> I'm... Uh, yeah, yeah. some of us are wild card in them mate um yes, yes i'm not <laughs> interested um alex scott is obviously Woo! as neil's there who's less drunk uh our bournemouth correspondent he's he's a blow on top we know adams is out now till february as well they obviously played basically five four, one yesterday nil yeah sat in and once it went one 0 games done and stuff Judging Bournemouth on yesterday is irrelevant. It's not important. It's the fixtures coming up. But those midfield injuries, I think, are, are pretty concerning because it doesn't allow Ireola to do the things that he wanted to do with the team. So uh, you, you're in difficulty, and I'm not telling you anything you don't know at the moment, unfortunately.
1: Good, good. James, we are halfway through the games. So we're going to take a short break here because being in a room for the people that be drinking alcohol... You know, everybody needs to Someone maybe use the bathroom and take a break. Or actually go back to the bar and top up your glasses. Don't forget, it's 20% off. Cheers, 8 guys. o'clock, 15 minutes, we're going to come back. Cheers, Mike. Awesome. Right, guys, we're going to get started with the second half of the Planet FPL podcast. Uh, obviously, here at Planet FPL Live for James. We have four more games left to review, after which we're going to maybe get some time to squeeze in some questions. We have a roving microphone which will go around to everybody so you can ask your questions and it will be hopefully picked up on the speakers as well. Just a shout-out to everybody that's come out to support Planet FPL Live 4 as well before we enter the games. So many of you come out today. Uh, we've had the whole floor of the pub uh, packed out. There are definitely a few people that we want to thank. But firstly, everybody that's come and bought a ticket and supported it. All of the proceeds are going to Game Week 39, which we've been happy to support for the last two years. We're going to be doubling, doubling the amount. I don't know if Clayton knows exactly what it is, but it's over two hundred fifty quid. I know that much. So we're going to be looking at matching that to make it five hundred quid for game week thirty-nine. So uh, everything you've done that helps and supports that. We should thank the venue, James. Very much been so. Sorted. Yeah, it's all they've the staff here, the burgers thank have been you. decent, um, and also the reason we're using this venue is FPL meets. Uh, no, Nima's gone. So Nima said that we have yes, to Actually yes, gone. All of the love. All of the Where praise, all of the cuddles, oh, need to go him. to FPL fella Dan on behalf of.
0: Meats. He's Has also he gone. As well?
1: All right, fine. Sham Sham just she take all of the love, but uh, <laughs> FPL meets obviously organising meetups all around. The next one is here on Saturday, November the twenty fifth. So, uh, I am not. I don't know what games are on, but it, it's... Oh, i a tell
0: you, City and Liverpool and Brentford Arsenal.
1: OK, that's 12 o'clock all the way through uh, to the evening. So, if you want to support FPL Meets, go and follow them on Twitter and come down to the event as well, because uh, they did a great job of helping us push this event, James. Uh, who else do we need to thank? Correspondents for coming down. Correspondents
0: for coming down. Uh, Correspondents for always being around. Sold that out, please,
1: mate. It's quite loud over there. Is it the speaker, yeah. Nico?
0: I think it might be. Just okay, cool. Uh, who else do we need Correspondents, to Correspondents.
1: And also, uh, apart from me obviously Nico. Nico. Coming down, cameraman. Man
0: child uh, for not coming.
1: Two, two uh, but I don't know, two or three weeks ago, this man popped up on Twitter. I didn't actually know he, he's, I think after working with us for however long, he's finally had to join Twitter or x.com now. So I think everybody should go on Twitter and find Nico underscore somedo. Nico the icon. <laughs> Let's get him from five followers to ten followers. Oh, and uh, yeah, let's get you from five followers to ten followers on, uh, on Twitter. You've got 20. Okay, let's get him from 20 to 25 then. And also Clayton, the, the, the fourth wheel, the only way that the car goes, James. Shout out to Clayton for coming down as well. Uh, four games that we got to get into. Can we sort the sound out first? <laughs> I don't know. Just my head in, mate. I'm not a it's technical bad. guy. One, two, three, four, five, six yes well done everyone's dead
0: now but well done
1: (laughs) we've got to a point where we can talk about the games james okay let's go sheffield united two wolverhampton wanderers one ah
0: so are you going to admit they're going to beat derby's point total now
1: that was the first thought that went through my mind was shit my prediction that they're going to get less than 11 points is now looking a bit bit rubbish uh let's get into the controversy straight away penalty or no penalty for you
0: Just to piss off the Wolves fans, penalty, uh, yeah. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah,
1: it's. it's, I. I, I've not seen anything so. Well, we've seen plenty of soft penalties given, but it just did not look like it was. uh, It was much contact in there. They kind of just clattered into each other. It's not a penalty.
0: It's not as bad as the one against Newcastle the week before, but it's not a penalty. No. Listen, they've, he, they're going on a, oh, there's contacts, let's go with that, because they touched each other. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? He's not as bad as the Newcastle one the week before, but yeah, he's not a penalty. Fabio Silva was the second really cheap striker to go off the pitch crying this week, because nah. obviously him giving the, giving the penalty away. Um, but
1: Sick way to lose a game, though horrible way to
0: yeah but Wolves also were in control for the majority of the first half um, and then to be honest the game changed in the second half Ryan and Brewster went off just before half time with a hamstring injury and they brought on James McAtee instead and I think it forced a change of system um, and Sheffield United were better for that cause I think they were getting run about too much having two out and out forwards earlier in the game um, but it's bad from Wolves and I spoke to you on Friday Such, about their performance at Luton when they should have lost as well. So they've just gone to Luton and Sheffield United and played really badly. And all their other games either side of it have been really good. So there might be a little bit of a mentality issue there. They played my team this week. And to be honest, they've taken, what, five points from City, Villa, Newcastle the last three home games. Which is obviously a challenging game. But yeah, not a good performance. Um, and a little bit self-inflicted in terms of the fact that they lost in the end. Neto, obviously, clearly a miss. Quang went to the right which I'd warned last week might happen um, Bellegarde I think will come into the team against Tottenham obviously come on and, and scored at the weekend um, they'll give my team a, a tough game they feel like they might be a bit all. Oh, they're going to be difficult to play at their place but they'll possibly be weak when teams play them at home that's how I feel about them at the moment for Sheffield United I'm pleased for them because all of us have battered them recently and it's probably do, it's do probably been warranted
1: F- FPL Blade is our Sheffield United correspondent. His live tweeting during games is probably the best of all the correspondents in terms of like the emotional roller coaster of he goes from hating them to. Uh, yeah, Brian Bruce is the worst signing in the history of the entire football club. Cameron Archer's rubbish. Thank God Aston Villa have to take him back from us or Triple whatever. Triple captain this weekend. Uh, yeah, exactly that. <laughs> to suddenly, look, McAtee is a hell of a player and they're going to survive and probably qualify for a conference league. The thing is, though, like. <laughs> All in the space of 90 minutes. They are how close to the other three teams around them, right? It's, it's now, it's
0: what, a 27-game yeah. season and to be honest, whichever one of the three of them shows the most consistency will probably end up staying up. And they might be one of the better ones defensively. Like Bournemouth and Burnley style, is they're going to be more open? Sheffield United and Luton know what they are. Yeah. So do I think they'll stay up? No. Tomo is on COTC this week, okay, which you is can, know, you, can know, you
1: can ask. We know, Tomo knows we love him, but this is yesterday was, yeah, Brewster's officially the worst signing ever sack hacking bottom at half time <laughs> archer archer is on his heels not anticipating anything you won't see a worse premier league game this season than this one ever to wow what a finish from archer <laughs> love love football with the uh, vomiting money emoji repeatedly we've won a fucking game capitals the blades uh, yeah, so the roller coaster of it continues, but I think he'd rather be in it and feeling the emotions than, you know,
0: not. He, he knows what they are this year. Exactly. And, and they're probably not going to be good enough, but they're in contention. He's on COTC with Sam, who's pissing himself laughing at the back, presumably because he thinks, well, we've got to win this one. I've got <laughs> five games without winning a, win a road, that'll be out for you on, on Thursday.
1: Yep. Uh, Controversial decision in that Sheffield United game. There was another controversial decision in the evening game, James. Is it? Yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh, I think uh, there's a very clear... Defi- uh, how you feel about that decision, can you can still learn a lot about somebody, either from who they own in FPL or where their allegiances lie from a Premier League point of view, very, very clearly. But, um, yeah... Newcastle won Arsenal nil and that doesn't change regardless of what we want to think of the controversies right the result is a result oh yeah um, we're going to do it we're going to do it we're going to talk about the, the controversial goal and get it out the way for okay. me uh, ball you can't say conclusively went out or didn't the foul was a foul because it's two hands on his back and I don't think the offside was offside but again I'm I don't know. So I would have not given the That's goal near enough it, yeah. for one out of the three, which is the foul.
0: Yeah, the the, the ball looks out. I think where Arsenal are unlucky is where, where you, look you can't it. prove that the ball goes out, which yeah. is why they have to stay with it. But what I would say is nine times out of ten, the linesman will put their flag up because to the naked eye, it looks like it's out. So invariably the game would normally stop there. Now Arsenal were silly in the fact they haven't reacted properly. From there, I think Gabriel tries to head the ball Backwards, but yes, there are two hands from Joel Linton leaning onto him. So I certainly think normally that would be a foul. The offside you can't give because literally it's inconclusive. So it comes down to does Joel Linton foul Gabriel or not? And I think most of the time the answer is yes, it it probably is a foul.
1: Stop him jumping with two hands on his back. I also don't fucking care. Uh, while we're before we get on to uh, the tactics of the game, and while we're talking about refereeing, obviously the uh, yellow cards and the, the the tone of the game was questioned. Bruno Gimarish questioned again as well. Bruno he's Bruno Guimaraes
0: particularly was very lucky. He's not to front be of so mine
1: because he, I remember the bad tackle he made in our game as well. So he seems to be getting away with it a little bit at the moment. It all seems to start from Havertz's tackle, which was...
0: I mean, the way he lunged in, he was also lucky. It's an, it's an orange in itself. Although quite clever because he managed to get three Newcastle players booked for descent, which is probably his best contribution so far in an Arsenal show. Although, in fairness, and Clayton I think would agree with this, he was better as the right sided eight than the left yesterday. Might be coincident, I don't know. But at the same time, Odegaard was missed.
1: I felt like you, you know were telling him rather than asking him. <laughs> you know,
0: Am I right wrong. or wrong? Oh. That's how I know that because I read his tweet. Okay. Um, <laughs> I also watched the game um, yeah it, it felt quite attritional it was uh, I think Claire summed it up I quite enjoyed it in the sense that they, they were knocking 10 bells out of each other It's like yeah go on then but, um, and it was two teams I think were more concerned about not losing than, yeah. than winning the reality is Arteta can sit there in his press conference and moan all he likes his team didn't do enough. From one nil, it never looked like Arsenal were going to score. And never really liked scoring before that. That said, other than the goal, Newcastle never particularly looked like scoring either. It looked like what I said I thought it would be all week, surge, so nil nil. Yeah. And I think these two are probably, to, to relate it back to FPL, these are the two teams I think you can trust most defensively in the league throughout, pound for pound. So... Uh, those on trips It's interesting I keep hearing Trips owners Saying they're thinking of selling And I keep hearing Non-trip owners Saying they're thinking of buying That's right. what I keep Oh I keep hearing It's like I've got him I might sell him I haven't got him I need to get I've him I've got him I'm going to keep him So yeah I think for, it's for, that For fear I think it's that But for me to go and invest I'm still not sure Over this kind of Short window period If I might be better off Just going with share At a couple of million cheap Well can't go for Dan Byrne At the moment I've said to you last week about with Lascelles like great at 4.0, but if he's not available for game with eighteen, it's, it's bad. pointless. Doesn't it help? Bad you? for yeah, me yeah, under my strategy. Might not be for you, but for me under my strategy, looking to wild card after that, I'm gonna need it. So it might be that it's Fabian Shaw is the next defensive move that I make. Gabriona should stick. No one's gonna sell their Arsenal players this week. I think Saka. I and don't feel
1: FOMO of missing out on an Arsenal midfielder at the moment. Maybe because I got got away with it last week where they scored five and I didn't own any, none of them returned anyway.
0: I would still want definitely Bakaya Saka in the team this week with Burnley. I'd
1: rather, yeah. Against I don't Charlie Taylor.
0: It'll turn him sure. inside out, mate.
1: What do you think of the manager's comments after the game? I'm going to read them to you. Oh, go on, make me laugh. Word let, for word. In fact, let's
0: let the audience laugh.
1: Go. Uh, yeah, let's go for it. I'm going to read them out and then I'm interested in your thoughts. He this is, is obviously, such a prick. This is obviously Arteta, Yeah. They are trying to make the best decisions. We need to understand that mistakes sometimes happen. That's Arteta. He says the match officials deserve support in situations that errors occur.
0: That's after Tottenham Oh, Hang on.
1: That was the Diaz (laughs) offside incident straight away afterwards.
0: So when it suits, right? Yeah, exactly My best that. bit in the I press conference I, I, I yesterday... I understand
1: the raw emotion, though. Don't get me wrong. I'm not calling him out for having yeah, double emotion is going to honest, say Even
0: it. the TV interview, I get. But then to, to process for the press conference, is had longer. He goes in and he gets asked twice. Which one of the three decisions did you think was the reason why the goal shouldn't stand? He just refuses to answer it. He just keeps going, oh, it's a disgrace, it's a scandal and all that. Literally just do what most of you agreed with and go, he's probably a foul on Gabriel. And that's it. Or even if he'd said then went all of them. But the fact they refused to acknowledge the question just sounded like it was going around the bend and trying to deflect away from his team. Listen, Arsenal losing at Newcastle. Anyone could lose there this year. It's not like a terrible result. It's their first defeat of the season. They're still well in contention. Those next four fixtures for them are a joke. Yeah. I want to be on treble, really. Saliba to Gabriel is never going to happen. I'm fairly certain Gabriel will stay in the team now, but I carry Saliba. I've got Saka there's every chance I'll add catch up. So was it Burnley away, Burnley at home, Brentford
1: away, Wolves at home, Luton away. It's the two home Do ones it. that are particularly yeah. interesting for them. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt, yeah. Um, you're not worried uh, about Arsenal as an Arsenal fan. They lost two games. They th- they're not playing... I mean, you must be talking right? to
0: someone else, what? That you're not worried about
1: Arsenal from... I'm worried about um, uh, Not from an FPL point of view. In terms of, if you're in an Arsenal fan, <laughs> would you be thinking that it's not quite right at the moment? I think
0: um, there's a creativity problem at the moment, which needs ironing out where a few people are getting accustomed to playing in the system like Havertz. And actually, in seriousness, it was probably his best game for Arsenal yesterday. Um, but Odegaard was a miss I think he's had a a disappointing period there feels too much reliability at the moment on the wide players and their individual qualities to beat people on on the outside or come in and get involved and and contribute offensively for them Um, I thought Declan Rice was outstanding by the way I thought he was so good yesterday absolutely brilliant but others around him aren't quite hitting that ceiling at the moment and listen Arsenal peaked unbelievably early this year if they end up peaking in March April this year it might be to their benefit there's a creativity issue but I think these four fixtures might might be the the solve of the problem and I think they'll do very well in the next four I would be very surprised if don't get at least 10 points from the next four
1: yeah Uh, today's games James which we've watched here at the Thirsty Bear so first up Nottingham Forest to Aston Villa nil didn't see this coming I'm tripled up on Villa you're doubled up on Aston Villa, but we did say, we did mention to me in the preview show that they only lost two games at home in the league in the last year. What was it, Man United and Leeds, did and you say? And Newcastle. And Newcastle. Obviously, those are two good teams in the Champions League. So their home record is, is undeniable, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's, it's two defeats, 21 or so, Mark, I think, at home.
0: And they do feel like a very different team home in a way. It felt like that last year as well. They've obviously added, a, a, I think, added goals I think it was a really big win for them because it was the first win since Chelsea, Mark, I want to say. Yeah. And that's coincided with what Mark had discussed when he came on COTC after the first international break was like trying to evolve to a style that would be better looking for the supporters. That actually tried to happen, but in the meantime, he didn't want a game. So then the pressure starts building. Now, today was more like the resilient forest that has done so well to get those home results against good teams such as Brighton, Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool, all last year. I think i yeah, has so got 10 points on that four, I think.
1: I've got Turner there that I can use instead of uh, Areola. What's the not? name of Forest's replacement goalkeeper? Chakademus and, and Pliers. What's the name of the Forest goalkeeper? I call him Chakademus and Pliers. What's the name of the Forest goalkeeper? I don't know.
0: Flacadimos, which is really going to confuse Sage when he goes to the FPL website. Yeah, it says Odysseys. Anyway, uh, Turner probably isn't going to get his place back. And we card. suspected this would probably happen for a little while. Um well,
1: it's a clean sheet, so you're not going to drop a goalkeeper after keeping a clean sheet?
0: Arteta might. You think? You think. Yeah, yeah there you go. Arteta, arteta, arteta might. Um, um, Raya, by the way, obviously won't play at Brentford in game week 13, uh, which is something just to note because the loan agreement.
1: So Rams, I saw Ramsdale on Wednesday. You saw him on Wednesday? Oh, on Wednesday. And he was not up to much, so I don't think it's much of a...
0: Yeah, when I said choice. I thought Arsenal would get 10 points from the next four, I was thinking draw at Brentford. I'm sure he
1: said in a press conference he's got two number ones. He should have said he's got two number twos, mate, <laughs> right at this stage. That's a bit stake laden
0: Might need to flush that the first time. Um, no, good win for Forrest, which I think... Yeah. Was it two shots on goal you had, Mark? Was that it? He wasn't counting <laughs> Two shots a goal. If, if anybody was getting here matters goals. Fuck, someone's goals. cheering about it. He was cheering the Forest goals. I, I think yeah. Villa actually played a riot, I thought, but it was at, at the top three, end.
1: Three shots on target. didn't Give,
0: give credit where it's oh, due. Sorry, three shots on target. Yeah. Um, I thought Villa played a riot, but it was kind of overthinking. It was the, the RB effort. It was like, why are you trying to lay it off? Just shoot. Obviously, if cash is out, then... Obviously, things are going to change. The way they dealt with it today was they went back to that lean of the left side bias, pushing Dean, obviously, further forward. Now, admittedly, they were chasing the game at that point, but they kind of used Kamara to cover in at right back while they did that. Moreno's obviously close to fitness as well. If cash is out for a while, it might even be right time that Moreno just goes straight back in and they change. I don't think Watkins, Diaby owners, Douglas Louise, whatever, shouldn't be concerned. It's Fulham next, Mm -hmm. And then Bournemouth away... Oh, they come to my team, didn't they? To to Tottenham in 13. So it might be a decision to make after this week. I've currently, in my schedule, or my planner on the FPL team, I've got Watkins benched against my team in 13, which has an inevitable conclusion if I end up doing that. Um, I am conscious of Villa's two games with Arsenal and City, respectively, in 15-16. But more conscious of Villa playing Sheffield United at home in 18 to know again I might just end up after the Fulham game just sticking with the consistency of, of Cash and Watkins and, and covering them through Forest I mean, fair to say no interest at the moment really Mark is there anything how you back how many's back fit um, mm-hmm. and again they've got decent fixtures obviously they're 18 fixtures what Bournemouth at home so it might be a, a one a week punt to be had there I think Mark's coming on before they play Everton which is a good fixture in game with 14 as well um, Toffolo I thought played really well today actually Mark and I, I think that defensively he's been a bit of a problem he might continue now at left back but I, I cannot make the case really to, to get involved with them offensively Clay, so have you still got Gibbs White mate? Yeah.
1: Fucking hell <laughs> yeah, It was uh, you know, the uh, listeners won't have, uh, oh have call that on the microphone maybe we'll get it on the camera but it wasn't the uh, just the yes, it was the joy of yama like our own Morgan Gibbs, right? And I'm proud, and I'm proud. It was just the joy in your voice that said, Yes, I do. Um,
0: Clayton, sell that it's man. Not,
1: it's not something to be proud of. He's got two
0: attacking returns, and they're against Manchester United. That doesn't even count,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Get, get rid, move move that on. Good win for Forrest Owen. They're obviously yeah. comfortably clear of, of, of that bottom, bottom four, four at the moment. The injury news on cash, I think, is obviously important. I think because of the two blanks, Watkins is probably not the captaincy option next week that he was last week. And Fulham are obviously a much better defensive out- outfit than Luton in any case.
1: Yep. Last but not least, Luton won. Liverpool won. The cheer... The chi- one. The cheering here when Luton scored yeah. was,
0: was absolutely great. But that's because there's nothing against Liverpool. And I know we've got a few Liverpool fans here. Everybody underdog. loves the underdog story. Yeah, yeah. And actually, if you've watched the four live games this weekend, I can't think of a weekend we have watched... For less entertaining Premier League games as a as a collective, I mean that seriously. Greatest um, league in the world. None of them were terrible, but none of them were great either. No. But in they that moment, you of thought chances. that's that's the moment of the weekend. I think Adam Pritchard was saying to me when Lewin scored, "Is this the biggest Premier League shock of all time? If if they'd have held on." Um, uh, Bedfordshire, Bedfordshire Massive.
1: Bedfordshire Massive. Uh, people that don't know. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky, I'm Ricky assuming might Ricky doesn't want that ticket for the title decider at ins- the Etihad in a couple of weeks. There, there are plenty of live events where Ricky's ended up in Luton instead of Bedford. Today you might do it. Might do it on purpose today. Go and join join Ash from Juice up there. Someone give uh, Ricky Juice's number and uh, he can go up and celebrate with the Luton Massive, Bedfordshire Massive.
0: What a numpty. We have to remember as well, Luton have got three centre-backs out injured all with hamstring injuries at the moment. Um, they had moments in the game now Liverpool obviously had a lot of efforts of which Darwin Nunes I don't know how many teams whoa. he's outshot this weekend but it's probably a few I should imagine, Palace won 2-0 and Darwin Nunes had more than double the shots of Crystal Palace yeah. that, that moment with the miss where whoa, we've, we, we, we actually had Nico, we, we've, got a, we've got a faller <laughs>
1: Oh, mate.
0: <laughs> yeah, so when we do this again, we might have to do it a little bit earlier. <laughs>
1: um. Seven <laughs> shots, Darwin Nunes. Three nine. on target. Seven. Three You're on target. You nine. Nine. Nine shots. Okay, if you include the blocked one. So I was getting on target, off target. Three on target. You're nine
0: shots overall. Owie's not scored. And Salah obviously would have had the assist for. open goal that he's missed, gonna be one of the misses of the season, if not the. I think Salah's going for goal. Does anyone don't think Salah was heading for goal? So he's ended up with a lucky assist and then Nunes has missed it as well. Otherwise Salah didn't look like returning today to be honest. Um, I don't think that's anything that Salah owners should be concerned about. I thought Ryan Gramberch played quite well um during the second half. But I think what's interesting about it is obviously Shimikas is probably the headline one in the end, didn't start. And he played Joe Gomez. And obviously, I think we were all speculating that. He's played Joe Gomez because of the aerial, right? A little bit Size. more if Luton want to play diagonals to that yep. side. I bet Jürgen Klopp weren't thinking Andros Townsend was going to play out there. No. Because if he did, I think he'd have played Shimmer yep. So, uh, Andros Townsend, you'll never see one win a header ever. Mickey, Ricky and I know that from his time together at Tottenham. Um, so, there was no chance of Luton playing diagonals into him. And yet, ironically... As his boy, he's the Kabore, and many others. Have we got any Kabore owners here? Yeah. Did anyone actually have him? Have you got him in the team this week? In the end, third bench. Third
1: bench. Oh. Nico meet Trophy Mo. Okay. <laughs>
0: you and so Nico both, mate. It's only beautiful as from Black Box who was getting Kabore in his team has um, ended up creating the goal, which is really well yeah. taken by Chong. It was a brilliant breakaway. I'm not having it It's a penalty. Yes, it hits the back of Ross Barkley's arm, um, but it, he's not even facing the play. And I think it only brushes it. They tried to show a steal on the camera. It was like, oh, it's like a solid hit. The ball carried on going through. Um, so don't think it was a penalty. Luton's breakaway was really good. It's not the sort of goal that we've seen from them this year, Um And I think it just shows, again, what I've been saying to you, that they've got variety and they'll stay competitive in in a lot of these games. That's an awful result for Liverpool, really, under the circumstances. We've, off the period of having really good results, like, other than, I I think, how many points are they on? 24 or so? Uh, We've had a really, really good start. That's the first... 24
1: f- points for Liverpool now, off 11 games. If
0: you're behind City, this is what we spoke about for Liverpool. They had to get to Three this point. Behind. Because their fixtures in the first eight or so were tougher than City's, if they got beyond that, they would be in contention. Then from the contention point, you've got to take advantage. Now, they've won other games, but they weren't overly impressive against Everton. I think Forrest didn't put up the best performance last week when they went there. Drawing with Lewin, you just know un- under those circumstances today, I think City win... And to be honest, I'd feel like Arsenal would as well. So uh, someone was saying to me during the game, I think it might be Rory even, uh, my palace correspondent was like, you just always would have felt in the past that Liverpool would, would get the goal. Yeah. Now that said, the way they've improved this year, I think they've ironed out problems that they had last year, um, particularly in the midfield area. But I never overly felt during the game, despite sitting here as a non salar owner and having brown trousers, I never actually truly felt that Liverpool were hurting Luton and I think Luton got to a period in the game where their legs were gone mm. but they got the breakaway goal and then your, your legs get something from somewhere because yeah. you've got something to hang on to I don't really, know
1: every time Nunes got the ball I did think that it, uh, hit the in,
0: in, target. in seriousness how he's not returned in yeah. that game it's, it's yeah, astonishing it's crazy he's one hell of a points dodger but I wish he was in my FPL team <laughs> at the same time but a, to be a, honest
1: a run will come for him I, really, I think a run will come for him where he will score consistently.
0: Salaronas, you captain next week? Yes seems like yes is all round okay cool um, nice touch obviously with Luis Diaz He's yeah, obviously I was going to really say the story week. of the weekend and, this, and it was interesting done. despite the fact most people in here were obviously cheering with Luton scored I saw there was a little break of applause after Diaz scored and stuff so fair game to him rocking up and, and scoring that goal and it's it's got Liverpool out of a, a pickle but it, to be honest the standard at the top is so bad you can't not win these games even to be yeah. honest I know I've joked about my team a lot on this but we, went down the, we battered them for 10 minutes, didn't score, went down to 10 men and come out there with the points. And you forget, you, you forget about it. Yeah. You forget that we went to Luton and won. You forget that we went to Palace and won. And it's ugly. Liverpool, to, to win the league, have got to find the ugly wins this year.
1: Yeah, difficult. Obviously, we've got one more game left this weekend. Tomorrow, Chelsea, uh, Tottenham Chelsea, you'll be there. Obviously. Cheering on the boys. I think, um,
0: I think Chelsea will play about five. Yeah by the way I think they'll probably go 532 and probably pay Palmer and Sterling up front Reece James will play I think they'll play Cucurella left and I think they'll probably play D- Silver in between uh and, and Colwell. and I think they'll what they'll try and do I think they'll probably try and use Palmer and Sterling to come into our full backs as it stands I don't think the Doggy will play um, but I don't have any particular information on it. I obviously hope he does play because he's still sitting in my team and also I want him to play. You
1: started uh, him though as well,
0: didn't you? Yeah, you didn't I've mention. got Saliba's two if Udogi doesn't play. Oh my God, I got robbed of Saliba clean sheet points. I'm so heartbroken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got it down as still a 3-1 home win for Spurs. You predicted uh, 1-0, didn't you?
0: I've said same with Newcastle and Arsenal and Tottenham Chelsea Said a I think yeah. those two games will be low scoring. And to be honest, I don't think it'll be a thriller tomorrow night from a neutral perspective. So that's not. saying so you can go to the garden centre, by the way. because It's cold <laughs> and it's late. Um, watch it. Yeah, I don't think we'll get beat.
1: Lovely jubbly. Uh, good, good. That is a wrap of the games, James. We usually will give a plug of. Uh, we've got time for some questions as well. We've got what? Uh, we've got time for a couple of questions. Before we do, uh, I'm going to ask you a question I ask you on the show every week, and I actually have no idea this week what what you're going to say, but what is, do we have a schedule this week? Uh, Is it dependent on... uh,
0: Literally, I was talking to Tom Candle outside for who got the assist, and I was like, I don't know what the schedule is this week. Oh, I'll do a stream, that fixes it. Uh, So I think, mind you, we're going to do this Q&A? We are. We're doing this Q&A? Yeah. We'll put this Q&A out on Tuesday that we're going to do with the, the audience here. Wednesday Sky Fantasy Thursday Clash of Correspondence with Sam Murray at the back and Ben Somo Thompson, Brant and Sheffield United... Uh, Friday will be not the deadline stream no deadline stream this week because I will be in Wolverhampton on Saturday lunchtime uh, watching hopefully still the only unbeaten team in the Premier League Uh, our patron podcast this week are Q&A on Monday Tuesday Clayton be with me for the UCL Fantasy Match Day 4 preview Tottenham on Wednesday where we do a deep dive into West Ham being shit and Tottenham's game against Chelsea Thursday money and football on uh, Dejvon Chansiri, the chairman of Sheffield Wednesday who's said in that football club, very much up the river at the moment. And Friday will be our game week 12 preview show. If you want to support the show, it's www.patreon.com forward slash Planet FPL. Can I just get a, a cheer from anyone in here who's a Planet FPL patron? Yeah! Oh. Can I get a cheer from anyone in here who's
1: not? Me! Wow. Wankers! <laughs> Yeah, come and see James at the back afterwards <laughs> for your... Uh, I've been thinking of doing for that for portion. about 72 hours, I swear. So, <laughs> Rap, we've got time for probably two questions, James, I would say, before go. we wrap. And then we're going to gonna take a short break for 15 minutes and we're going to come back and do a half an hour kind of sort of however long it goes Q&A.
0: And you like need to start thinking your questions, by the way. <laughs> and
1: that's why I'm telling you to start questions. But well, we've got one first up. Ricky, yeah, Ricky, we'll, we'll go do on, it. go on. right? No, we'll do it. We're going to do a pod <laughs> on it. Sit
0: down, Tottenham. For once, <laughs> stand up and sit down.
1: Where's the question? Like Why? How do you know his question already?
0: No. Okay. So oh, let, let the man ask a question. Oh, I, I think it's going to be who's the unbeaten team in the no, Premier League? No, no, no.
1: He's, he's better than that. I've got him, Ricky. Go on. Tell us a question. football? Oh. oh. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Tottenham Hotspur, mate.
1: It depends how far down the leagues you want to go. Does anybody have an FPL question that they want to ask, or anything to do with that? Actually, or yeah. because
0: F- we don't want to do FPL for a bit afterwards. Oh. So, Who? Who? The question is, is Alvarez a sell? Will I maybe turn catcher for me? So I think your circumstances, it's going to depend on your injuries as well, right? If you've got him and Haaland and Cash are out, hypothetically, he's not going anywhere probably, right?
1: Everyone's been saying all season, or they were at the start of the season before Alvarez was straight in. If Haaland's out, that question is irrelevant. Right? Everyone's going to be thinking about armbanding him. He's one of the potential in the list. So I don't think you can make a decision. I oh, look, they all coming
0: with the FPL questions now. go,
1: on, go, on, Ben. <laughs> it's fine. We got time for it, for a couple. We got one. We got one. there, about on. Do you think uh, Palace are a good team to sort of go for? I yeah, I think defensively. Yeah, if yeah. you want to get on, was it Everton, Gay, and I, West Those Ham. who are on
0: Anderson will be delighted. Oh. Um, I, d- wait, wait. I don't see people going Ariola to Johnston, so but I can see people would maybe go. Yeah, I'll add you for this period. Yeah,
1: I've got enough money to go to four point five from Tyreek Mitchell, so it gives me don't, he- don't, headaches. Don't get Tyreek Mitchell, man. No, no, no. From sorry, <laughs> let me rephrase that. That was uh, from Tyreek Lamptey. I've got enough money to get to a four point five uh, defender. From no, I wouldn't bother with that. No. I'd probably go to Emerson. We can do that. There we go. That was a, the wow. question. And roberta has got one question.
0: Uh, Sheffield no. United. No, 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 no. Because to be honest, as it stands at the moment, you couldn't even be sure they'd play, right? So with Brighton, you can't judge that till Thursday night after that they play in Amsterdam at Ajax Sam be out there safe trip please mate Um, don't do anything that I wouldn't do in Amsterdam mate definitely
1: don't do anything I wouldn't do Um, in Amsterdam mate
0: but Mitoma I'm on Mitoma I'm delighted I still think of the kind of sub 5.5s Adingra is the one I'd want to invest in but any investment in Brighton really can't be till Friday more than any other team like I think like, if you wanted to go early on and catch out you know the kind of risk but as it stands there's no reason to think you wouldn't play against Burnley with the Burnley guys uh, the Brighton guys sorry the information Thursday just feels too important
1: Sam are you going Amsterdam yeah? of course are you, he's going. are you are you over 18 now yeah? are you over 18 now? yeah let's have a chat <laughs> we're going to wrap this podcast because I've got to have a meeting with Sam uh, FPL Seagull we've got to have a chat mate
0: uh <laughs> Was there any actual decent Twitter ones? Or oh, you've you given up on them?
1: Hang on a second. We're getting to the end of the show and now you tell me that you put a tweet out for questions. Of course I always do. X X X. I, hadn't, I didn't even know you had a tweet out for questions. So if we run out of questions in the Q&A show that we do, which is for the Tuesday, we'll use right, those fine. questions then. Uh, everybody that. that's here, thank you so much for coming in and supporting the show. Honestly, uh, it's the best part Being able to do it live and meet people face to face obviously way better than, uh, than anything else. Uh, there's, there's every chance that the audio is absolutely shite and it means that you're going to... This is an exclusive because <laughs> no one else will ever be able to listen to what happened tonight. But other than that, it just leaves me to say uh, stay safe. Ciao for now.
0: Thanks, everyone. Be nice to each other. Play it your way. Cue music, please, man child.